0: Hey, hey, it's Mandy Kay, and welcome to the Find Your Calling podcast. And I am so happy to have you joining me today. So, we are going to dive into what I call soul led manifestation, which is contrary to some of the more new agey manifestation stuff you might have read or even tried around, you know, things like repeating affirmations constantly for what you want or or setting your password to be something that you are wanting. Like I am going to talk about what it's like to move through life being led by your soul and manifesting from that divine part of you, not just what your mind is thinking it wants. And so I'll preface this conversation to say that I discovered or heard about the law of attraction first off back in 2006. I was handed a burnt copy of the uh of the movie The Secret. Like it and it really did feel like a secret because it just had <laughs> Like it just had a handwritten like note on the front of it saying the secret. And I was like, (laughs) what is this magic? And so that's really what started my journey. And I have got so many tales to tell about my learning of uh, what manifesting really is about. And I've arrived at this point in my life to know now that It doesn't need to be as hard as what we think it is. That our souls know and the divine knows exactly what is in our deepest hearts and best interest. And if we just sink up to our souls and be led from that place, uh, then things will flow and we will you know things will unfold in a way that just feels like magic so i <laughs> have i've been sitting on this story for oh about a month or so now because i wasn't really too sure how to relate it to find your calling like i know that you're here listening to this because you deeply desire to feel wildly fulfilled with work that is meaningful and impactful, and you also want the things in life that are going to be fun and joyful and blissful to you, however that looks for you. And this story was just an example from my day-to-day life of something going wrong And how I worked through that process, really being led by my soul and manifesting from my soul. So, look, bear with me through this story, okay? Because I really am going to tie it back to the broader goal that you have around all that you desire in work and life. But told through this little tiny story of something that went wrong. So it was, I think, day two of me house sitting at my mum's new place. There's my parents, my mum and stepdad are slowly moving off a farm that they've lived on for decades and they've bought a new place. And while they move, I am just house sitting in it just for a little bit of time while I'm doing my nomadic thing and. It was like day two and I was like, I'm going to go for a walk around the neighborhood and that will be just such a lovely thing to do to, you know, explore this new neighborhood. And I took the key off the front door. Um, I took the key to the front door off the whole key ring because I was like, I don't want to have all these keys in my pocket. So I just put this single key into my pocket and you can probably already start to guess what went wrong on this walk. Yes, I went for the walk. And no sooner than I realized I had lost the key. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. (laughs) I'm like, no, (laughs) I had taken a picture of this beautiful gum tree and this kind of country like landscape And I guessed that maybe the key fell out of my pocket when I pulled my phone out of my pocket to take the picture. Thankfully, I hadn't been walking for too long, so I didn't have a big geographical area to start looking for this one lone single tiny key. And I have to preface this to say that I was, I really caused my mum a lot of angst growing up, like, I wasn't, I wasn't the easiest teenager. My twenties were pretty outrageous as well. I, I've just, <laughs> often my mum will remind me of, you know, the angst I caused her and I have to remind herself that I'm a really functional member of the community now, mum, like, and she doesn't bring it up as much, but just, Losing the house key so soon after me moving in just kind of felt like, ah, I really don't want to go back and have to tell you that I have done this. And so I want to step through the steps that I went through to really manifest a very positive outcome and how then this applies to your own journey of moving through life in a soul-led way. So the first thing that I did was when I remained really calm, like I was just sort of like, okay, this is like a first world problem, like, and there is absolutely a solution. So I put things into perspective, first of all, that you know, my mom has another key to the house. It's not like we're locked out of the house forever. And even then we've got locksmiths. So it's like, you know, just put life into perspective that, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you and I are in a privileged position compared to the majority of people on the planet. And I just think that's always really useful position to start with in life to go, no matter what we're striving for, No matter what it is that we're wanting, um, even with the best intentions as change makers and creatives and people who care, it's just like, let's just keep everything in perspective here. We are are part of the percentage privileged on the planet and let's not forget that. Um, And then I set a really clear intention was like, I would really like to find this key now, I don't often visualize outcomes as part of my everyday kind of moving through life. I will feel into how I want to feel about things. But in this particular instance, I did visualize seeing myself with the key in my hand and opening the door to the house. I thought that would be that's my intention. But here's the here's the soul led part of this. I also surrendered over the outcome to be like, if there is some reason why on this journey right now, I need to go through this process of fessing up to my mother that I've lost the house key so soon after moving in, then I accept that, you know? And I just released it. I was just like, you know what? If that is part of my path here for whatever reason, I will accept that outcome as well. And then I said a prayer, of course, and I was like, dear angels and guides, could you please help guide me to this key if that is what is in my highest and best interest right now? Like, I would really like to find this key. That's what I would really like to have happen right now. And I am just seeking your guidance and support in locating this key. And then I just followed my kind of in, I find, I kind of followed my body. I was like, where does my body want to move to, to like, look for this tiny key? Like, obviously I used a bit of logic in there. I was like, okay, well, I pulled my phone out here to take the photo. Let me have a look at, look around on the ground here. And it was in a grassy area. And I was like, okay, just, just, you know, look around. But I was, I was just praying for the, you know, for the awareness to catch the, you know, to catch the key in my eye. I couldn't see it. And so I actually backtracked around a little bit. Like this took 20 minutes. I was looking for this fucking key. And eventually I was like, "Ah, you know what? Maybe we're just not going to find the key. Maybe we just got to let it go. And I was like, I'm just going to go for a little bit of a walk. I'm going to go finish my walk at least so that I can actually see a little bit more of this neighborhood than backtracking around these freaking steps that I've already done. And as soon as I just let it go and was like, I'm just going to go for the rest of my walk. As I crossed the road, I saw the key right in the middle of the road. And I was so freaking grateful. Oh my God, I put that key in my hand just as I'd visualized it. And then it was there and I walked off and I knew I'd tell you this story at some point on the podcast. And as I walked along, there was a feather right in the middle of the road on my path. And it was so interesting that this feather was slightly kind of moving in the breeze, but it wasn't blowing away to the point that I actually recorded it. I loaded that up on Instagram as a reel. Oh my God, like that week, so that you know you can look through my reels on Instagram if you're on there, and you'll you'll find it. It's it, it's titled uh, "One Sign Your Guides Send You," and there's a saying that when feathers appear, angels are near, and I've begun to really see that and and feel that. And it felt like just such a little nod from my guides to be like, we've got you, we're here, you know, we're not far away. And yeah, and then I walked back home and put the key in the door and walked in. I did not have to tell my mother that I lost the key and go through that humiliation and all the angst of like actually being locked out of the house so soon after arriving. So that's a that's sort of a little example of how I move through my life and how if you want to move through your life in a soul-led way and tap into flow, these are the same steps. So it doesn't matter whether you're trying to find a key or a calling, they're similar steps. And so – you know, to help you to like wrap this up into, you know, what those steps are. Like one, set your intention for what it is that you want from a place of belief. Like the place of belief is such an important part of this because if you doubt that you are being guided by a higher part of yourself that's connected to a larger divine, incredible intelligence that's coordinating things in your favor. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit harder to like really get into flow. So like having that place of belief is an important part. And I don't prescribe that you need to know exactly what it is that you want to manifest or intend. I actually think in my own life that, It works in my best interest to stay as open-minded as possible. And instead, when I'm thinking about my forward path, I'm tapping into what are my values? What's really important to me? How do I want to feel and who do I want to be as I move through life, as I create and work and do things that create an impact and like they're the things that I am you know, using as my leverage point for intention, not please give me this specific job or let me create this business that does exactly, you know, has this exact outcome or impact in this time frame. Like let go of time frames. Like that is, you know, one solid piece of advice I can give you is that Rarely does the universe work on the same time frames that you want them to. <laughs> um, so then to surrender the outcome over and trust the unfolding journey ahead of you and do what it takes to shift your energy and just get into alignment with your inner being. So do you know, do whatever it takes to calm your nervous system, to get out of your mind, to really manage your mind because the mind will want to run ahead and, you know, catastrophize what might happen in the future because, you know, it's worried and it's trying to keep you safe. And like, certainly my mind on that particular day was running ahead. It was like, oh God, what, what what it would be like to have to ring mom just so soon after getting there and, I was like, "Oh, I really don't want to have to do that." And it was just like managing it to just come back into present moment and just be like deal with what's in front of you. Don't run away to the future. Don't drag up the fucking past. Like just stay stay centered. Um and pray for assistance and guidance. And trust that you are not alone through this journey. It's such a big part of really tapping into your soul and being led by your soul. And yeah, knowing that you are just so deeply connected and interwoven to divine intelligence. Uh, And that you are being supported, that you've got ancestors and angels and guides who are there uh, wanting the best for you, knowing what's best for you. And yeah, when you reach out for help and support, they are there and they are listening and they are working their magic from the other side and then listen to your intuition and be guided about what is the next right step and truly tune into your body for that. Like the body holds so much wisdom uh, and messages for you about which way to go, what's a yes, what's a no, like just drop into the body's wisdom. I, The mind really thinks that it knows the answer and can work it all out, but there's so many more other senses to tap into to be guided from that deeper part of yourself. And if you find yourself starting to tense up about not knowing what's ahead or not knowing how something is going to be resolved and you start to like fall back into that, you know, the tendency to think your way to the solution, then let it go. Do something completely different, relax, go and have some fun do whatever it's going to take to bring yourself back to balance, whether that's go for a surf, go and hang out with some friends. Like, like for me, it was like at that point in the key journey, I was like, I'm just going to go for the rest of my walk. That was my, that was my surrendering and just going, I'm just letting this go for the moment and just going, you know, cause I could feel myself tensing up and kind of wanting, wanting to like find that fucking key. Where the fuck is it? Um, and You know, my love and I did this uh, when we were caught in Bali in COVID. Like that first week when the world was shutting down, which was the week that we arrived in Bali on our holiday, that was a really scary week. Like we can all talk in hindsight now and go, okay, yeah, everything was okay. But if you think back to that first couple of weeks, there was so much collective fear around what was going to happen. We didn't know what was best. And, you know, I'd even had a doctor tell me, you should come back to Australia. People you know are going to die. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like Hannah and I had no idea what to do. We didn't know whether or not to continue to go to try and get to England together. I didn't really want to be that far away from Australia. We didn't. Hannah couldn't get back into Australia by that point. Um, by the end of that week because Australia closed its borders. So we were like, do we separate? Like it was intense and overwhelming. And so by the Saturday of that week, we were like, we cannot hear our intuition through all of this noise and all of this, you know, increasing intensity and sense of overwhelmment. And so we just went to the pool. We were like, let's just not talk about this for the whole day. Let's pretend it's not happening. Let's go to the pool. Let's go and have some fun. Like we were like two of the only people in Ubud, Bali by this point. It was like a desert town. And yeah, we just checked out. We were like, "Ah, as far as we're concerned, it's not happening today. And it gave us the chance to relax And get into a sense of ease. And from that place later that day, we could both feel that what was going to be best for us was to stay in Bali. And and it actually was like it was the best decision. Like, yeah, at that point, we didn't know whether or not it was safe to be in uh, safe or even responsible to be in a developing nation that didn't have the same healthcare system. Like we didn't want to put an an impact on their health system inadvertently by being there. And we also wanted to make sure that we were going to be cared for if we got sick. Uh, But actually in in the end, that was the best decision. It was the country that gave us both emergency visas to stay there. We were completely safe. We were together, like it all worked out, but we just kind of needed to ease up and just let it go. So I tend to find working with people who are really committed to like finding their calling. Like, what is it that I'm meant to be doing? Like, I know that what I'm doing right now is not it. Or you just have that sense of like, there is something else more for me to be doing. And I know it. And I can feel it, but it hasn't quite come into form. And the tendency is for like the mind to get into it going, right, I'm just going to solve this. I'm going to like lie in bed at night and I'm going to like ruminate over it. I'm going to think about it and blah, 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 Like the mind is just going to try and solve it. And it's like, just whatever you can do, take the mind offline because the answer is not in the mind. The answer is in your intuition uh, it's in getting into flow and then seeing what serendipity um, and signs and synchronicity arrive to, sh- to help you or ideas and inspirations that come through, not when you are ruminating and trying to solve it. You've got to get into the receptive mode. So they're just a few of the steps. Obviously, in my programs, we go into a lot of more detail and a lot more around like really keeping the faith. Um, My beautiful love was in a bit of a pickle with accommodation during Adelaide Fringe. And I love this term that she got to where, you know, her accommodation had fallen through. She was quite stressed. She didn't really know where she was going to be sleeping in a couple of days and the options that had kind of become – the options that had appeared weren't that great. They weren't a great fit. They weren't feeling good. And she said she got to the edge of her faith. And I was like, oh, my God, that's such a good term. And I just want to normalize that, that going through life – in a completely different way than what we are taught as children and in society, like we're taught there is a logical linear way to navigate life in a very safe, predictable, secure manner. And I recognize the manner in which the soul calls you to live is totally contrary to that. The soul came here for duality. It came here for the thrill. It came here to expand and to grow. And it, you know, your soul is not wanting the safe, secure path. And that will will push you up to the edge of your faith at times. And that's okay because often if we can, you know, just really honor and respect and process those feelings when we get to that edge of our faith and our, and our nervous system capacity, that if we can calm our nervous system down and go through that process and just get into that receptive mode in whatever way works for you, then the answer will appear. And that's exactly what happened for my love this morning. She just went, had breakfast, journaled. just relaxed and yeah. And then just got the impulse to check a particular booking site one more time. And there was a cancellation in a, in a, uh, in an accommodation that she could afford. Boom. Solved. Uh, so yeah, I I hope this story is helpful. (laughs) I know that it's we are weaving quite a few different stories in here Um and I have so much more to say about this and obviously I've been sharing it in the podcast already and if you found it useful, let me know. Send me a message and if you have other questions, let me know. And also please keep sharing this podcast to other friends And colleagues that you have who you think would benefit and get value out of hearing that's because we really are building a movement of soul led change makers. I really believe that those of us that are doing the work of creating social change, caring for one another, caring for planet, and caring for doing good, that we are, when we are connected deeply to that divinity within, and the greatest spirit that's connecting us all, then we will be unstoppable. Like the acceleration of change that we can create in our lifetimes will blow our minds. Okay. Have a beautiful week and I will speak to you again next week. Love you.